Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. And I can never express that enough. So thank you so much, and let's just crack straight on. Let's crack straight on, shall we? <laughs> With today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story does come from a throwaway account and it does have an update that follows. And I love the sound of this title because it sounds like something that's right up my street. And it's called, Am I the Arsehole for Getting Defensive with My Family Over a Board Game? My family will probably find this, but oh well. Players are me, my sister Sarah, her boyfriend Sam, my sister Lily, and my boyfriend Josh. We were playing a board game Sarah brought that I had never played before, but I skimmed the rules. In the very first round, she explained that the answer I had played was against the rules and explaining to me why my answer was invalid. She was given examples of other answers that she claimed were valid, but were most definitely against the rules. I agreed that my answer was invalid, but I was confused by her explanation as she has given various examples of other answers that were also invalid. For the curious, the game was off topic. You were given a die with 26 sides, one side for each letter of the alphabet. You roll the die and it gives you a letter. All your answers need to start with that letter. She claimed that your answers don't need to start with that letter given. Your answer only needs to contain at least one word that starts with that letter. We went back and forth a couple of minutes when Sarah, Lily and Josh started to get irritated with me. Lily said, wow, you're usually so smart. You're never like this. Sarah said, yeah, literally everyone is getting this except you. Josh said, can we please just move on? At this point, I'm defensive. I know for a fact that they are wrong about the rules, but for some reason, no one would look at the rule book. They basically dogpiled on me and everyone just started talking about how silly it was that I couldn't understand it. I honestly thought I was going insane or having a stroke or something. The rule was so obvious and it was written right there in the rule book, but no one would listen to me. By being defensive, I mean I was, one, asking a lot of questions like, okay, so would X be a valid answer? in an effort to understand how they thought the rules worked and two, begging people to look at the rule book. We went back and forth for 30 minutes before I finally relented, even though I knew they were wrong. I even Googled the rules after the fact just to make sure. I am wondering if I'm the asshole because I refused to drop it. I kept going because everyone was acting like I was crazy. Lily kept saying over and over again, wow OP, I've never seen you like this. They kept saying things like, everyone understands except for you and I can't believe you're not getting this yet. I felt terrible afterwards and like everyone hated me. Honestly, been losing sleep over it. Am I the asshole for not just dropping it? And I personally 
one of the reasons I wanted to read this out is I had a very, very similar experience with a group of friends and was playing a game called Ticket to Ride. And one of the rules was that if you get like these multicolor train cards that you can use, they're basically like, basically like a bit like Joker cards that you can use them in any situation in the game, if you know the rules. You deal five of these on the table and if three of them appear at the deck at any time, the deck needs to be reshuffled and then all that kind of stuff. But they wasn't reshuffling it. So uh, there was a chance of five of these these cards appearing on the deck and it's just that's not the rules and i was trying to get this across to people like no no you're wrong you're wrong and eventually they wouldn't read the rule book either wouldn't pass me the rule book it was frustrating we carried on and eventually i showed them afterwards it was very very frustrating so i can totally understand op's frustration with this especially when people were turning around and saying stuff like oh you'll never like this like it's a like it's a them problem <laughs> when they're just trying to express the rules but let, don't get me started any further we'll read some comments <laughs> and we'll move on to the update so we'll start with parsimonious salad saying that kind of fuzziness would annoy me too i would have grabbed the rule book and read it for them there was no reason for a half hour debate about what was so easily simply checked why let it go on you want clarity sarah's not given it just look it up already no insults and emotional drama required and the homie says everyone sucks here i play a lot of board and table games too and i'm more often than not the only one who's actually read the rule books cover to cover I feel your frustration and I'll leave you with this. I have a friend from grad school who had no patience for these ridiculous big dick contests. If the answer to a matter were published and otherwise easily settled, he'd interrupt the pissing match and say, this is a matter of research, not debate. And then we'd shut up, look up the rule and move on. I adopted this and drop it every once in a while. Very good tool. Try it. I like that. I might have to use that myself. Prune Enemas says, great one, not the arsehole. If they want to play by house rules, fine, but then they just need to say so. And Archie says, not the arsehole. No one likes to feel belittled or put down when they are right. It ruins not only the game, but your mood in general. And we have one more from Robo Pro Cloner who says, not the arsehole. The way they were mocking you was unnecessary. The, wow, how are you not getting this? And the, you are usually pretty smart comments sound condescending. I agree with you that they just ganged up on you. Why didn't they just look at the rules to show they were right? That would have made you understand much more easily. The fact that they just refused to look at the rulebook is dumb if they wanted to continue, since that is the biggest authority in the game. If they were playing a costume set of rules, then they should have said it instead of just refusing to see the manual for 30 minutes. You weren't defensive. They were unreasonable. And now we move on to the update to see what that says. So the update says, and we missed the summary of the original post because we've just been there. And the update says, I was just ruminating on that night and feeling badly about myself. So I decided to approach one of my sisters to talk it out. Original verdict was everyone sucks here so I decided to apologize but also let her know my feelings were hurt in hopes of an apology on her end as well. I started out by saying I was sorry for how I acted that night. She seemed confused. She didn't know that we were arguing or that my feelings were hurt. She said she was having a lot of fun and didn't realize it was a bad experience for anyone involved. However, she understood immediately and said, I will never forget this. I know exactly how you must have been feeling. It must have felt like we're just ganging up on you. I felt that way before and would never want to make anyone else feel that way. I am so sorry. I was amazed at how empathetic, emotionally intelligent and kind she was being. I was also relieved to know that I was the only one who was having a bad experience that night. I thought I had ruined the evening but apparently I was the only one who felt like something had gone amiss. I feel so proud of my sister for how she reacted to letting me know my feelings were hurt. 
guys, this girl is only 21, yet I have never had so much success in communicating hurt feelings with anyone, ever. I'm proud of her and I'm proud of myself for having the courage to talk to her. Suffice to say, I will be holding other people in my life to a higher standard of communication after this. And as always, this is one of my favorite things about this subreddit, especially when you get an update as well, is when people take their verdicts, they act upon them and they, they, they start a conversation, even if the verdict, you don't think it's correct or whatever, but it starts a conversation with that person, then something positive comes out of it. It's absolutely amazing. When, when that line said, and when they said they'd never forget it, it was like, I felt my eyes welling up because of it and, and the relief that person felt as well. It's absolutely amazing. So a little positivity to get this video started and let's move on to the next story. Now this next story comes from Safe Taro. Am I the asshole for not apologizing and causing my daughter to lose one of her few friends? My daughter is 12 years old. She's always struggled making friends, but last school year met Danielle. To me, Danielle was a little bossy and cared a lot about popularity, obsessed with making my daughter popular, but I figured she was just trying to help and she was nice. When the schools reopened, Daniel's mum asked me if I wanted to carpool. She drives the kids in the morning and I'd pick them up along with Daniel's older brother, 14. I agreed. At first it went well and the girls loved it, but one constant struggle was getting Danielle and her brother to wear their seatbelts. This is a no argument situation for me, kid or adult, you're wearing a seatbelt. I lost a friend in high school and it all could have been prevented had she worn it. The kids constantly complained and would take them off. I talked to their mum and she kind of shrugged it off. Eventually, they got a little better about not arguing about it but still wouldn't do it on their own. It came to a head a few weeks ago. I had to stop at the post office before I brought them home. I parked my car, walked to the mailbox and came back. It took all of a minute but in that time, Danielle and her brother had taken them off. I told them to put them back on. They refused. I said I wasn't driving until they put them on. They still refused. I called their mother and she didn't answer called their father he didn't answer finally i just followed through on my threat and sat there until they finally put them on it took 45 minutes the whole time my daughter kept begging me just to drive but i refused i dropped them off back at home their mum calls me mad she said i made her son late for a soccer game i said he wouldn't have been if he just wore a seatbelt. she told me i'm not their mum, so i don't get to control them i said if they're in my car they follow my rules it all ended us with us agreeing to stop the carpool arrangement, which I was fine with. We finished the school year driving our own kids to school. However, now Danielle's mum says that they can't talk until I apologize to Danielle and her brother. I refused, I did nothing wrong. My daughter is upset because Danielle is one of her few friends. My husband thinks I should fake an apology so our daughter can keep her friend. I don't think it's worth it. I'm not setting an example that they can do whatever at my house and I won't say anything. My daughter is hurt and furious, currently not speaking with me. Now I've got to start off by saying I feel so sorry for Opie in this situation. They're in a, a no-win position right here because I, I don't think that Opie should be apologizing. This is definitely a not the arsehole for me. I'm not sure what the rules are like in the US or anywhere else, but in the UK, seatbelts are a legal requirement. You're required to wear them. And I wouldn't want the responsibility of someone else's children not wearing seatbelts in my car. Imagine if you was to have an accident, the guilt you would feel if something was to happen to them. And I can't believe the entitlement of the other mother to, to go on about that you made them late rather than caring about her child's safety. I mean, what the hell is that? What logic is that? That's insane. 
absolutely not the arsehole to me, but let's check out some comments. And, you know, as I said, you're in a no-win situation because your daughter's not is going to dislike you for this, but I wouldn't apologize for that either. You can't be apologizing for entitled people for their own shitty behavior. But yeah, I'm going off again. Lady Torpant says... I think I would die on this mountain too. What kind of people set an example for their children that one, it's okay to not wear a seatbelt and two, it's okay to argue with another adult for that for 45 minutes? Not the arsehole. Your daughter might not realize it now, but you may have helped her dodge a bullet. And Sylphie Star says not the arsehole. Assuming you're in the US, it's the law. What even? I just, what the fuck? And Sarong2017 says, not the arsehole. In fact, Daniel's mother owes you an apology for raising two children that were blatantly disrespectful. Seatbelt saves lives. You did the right thing. And Spotsy says, not the arsehole. That mum wants you to apologize to two kids for following the law and keeping them safe? That's incredibly messed up and also sends a terrible message to your own kid. And Abe says, not the arsehole. You're right on your car, your rules. I don't see any value in apologizing and helping this other mother enforce a terrible life lesson on her kids. And we'll have one more from R Not My Real Dad saying, Not the arsehole. This isn't about parenting. It's literally the law with something like a $500 fine and life or death. They weren't going to reimburse you should you have been ticketed and you can bet your butt they would have sued you had you gotten into an accident. Now, what would you do? How would you approach this situation? Is there a way that, you know, OP's daughter can still be happy and get around this without apologizing? I can't think of a way, but maybe you know better. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Our next story is from Only Composer 9085. Am I the arsehole for refusing the wedding venue my mother-in-law chose, even though she is paying for it? My fiancé and I got engaged a few months ago, and now starting to plan our wedding. We are both only children, so our parents have offered to help us pay, with fiancé's parents covering the venue cost and my parents covering catering. This is incredibly generous, and we are so grateful for them. However, the wedding venue has become a problem. My fiancé's family is from the Deep South and many of them had their weddings at this specific venue, including mother-in-law and father-in-law. Mother-in-law presumably thought that my wedding would also be held there and has taken it upon herself to put down a deposit to reserve our date. I got a call from her yesterday saying that the venue was taken care of. I was taken back because I haven't even gone to look at anything yet. I told her that I do not want to have my wedding there and she got mad and started crying, saying that she wants to keep the family tradition going but I was ruining her only child's wedding. 
My fiance is on my side, but some other family members have spoke up and said I should be grateful and accept because mother-in-law is paying for my wedding. Am I the asshole? Now, I'm going to answer the initial question first about refusing the wedding my mother-in-law chose, even though she is paying for it. And, you know, it's going to get worse in a moment when we read the comments. But mother-in-law hasn't spoken to you or anything and just gone out and, and booked this venue without you knowing about it. And it's your wedding. It, it, simply to me, this is your wedding. This is your choice. You know, if she's paying for it because she wants her way, then I'd totally disregard that. Save up yourself and maybe have a smaller wedding or whatever you need to do within your means. Don't let someone just take over the whole bloody wedding because they're paying for it. Absolutely not. You're not the asshole in this one to me. But let's check out some comments and we're going to start off with this one. Five pink toes who jumped straight in and says, not the asshole. Please tell me it's not a plantation. OP replies, it is. And Littlest Camomile says, not the arsehole. In my humble opinion, if you offer to pay for someone else's event, wedding, birthday party, graduation, celebration, whatever need be, the money is a gift, not a contract. A gift has no obligations and personal boundaries still exist. Your mother-in-law gave you a generous gift, but she also overstepped your boundaries. It's your wedding. You should be choosing big important things like a venue, no matter who is paying. And Sonora says, not the arsehole, don't get married at the plantation, no matter how much the kind of people who think that a site built on stolen labor, torture and death is glamorous and desirable cry or stomp their feet about it. Let her keep her money too. And Pistol Rose says, not the arsehole. Personally, I'd be concerned that your mother-in-law's overstepping in her and her tearful reaction a sign of things to come. She didn't ask you to uphold this tradition. She didn't even give you the opportunity to tour and sell you on it. She didn't get overexcited, presumed, and admit she erred. She flat out acted that her family tradition and her emotional needs are more important than yours. For your wedding, that's a big indication of the future. And Callie Lemonita says, it's a plantation, isn't it? That's what you're not overtly saying. Not the arsehole. Stand by your principles and get married at the venue of, of your and your fiancé's choice. Also, good on your fiancé for standing with you on this. And one more from Mines Shadow saying, Well, look at her trying to have her dream wedding through you. She's using the fact she paid for it as a way to manipulate you. And when that didn't work, she started crying to try and guilt you into ruining her only child's wedding. You're not the arsehole, but she for sure is. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do in this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Old Trucks Only. Am I the asshole for refusing to ride in my boyfriend's clunker truck in public? Basically, the issue here is that my boyfriend's truck is an absolute clunker. It's old, the paint is almost entirely gone or faded, rusted everywhere, has body damage that has gone unfixed for a decade or more now, etc. It is not an exaggeration to say it looks worse than the average car you'd see at a junkyard. So this isn't a case of me being a snob and saying you better have a nice car if you want me to go out with you. He could drive a 10-year-old cheap Honda and I'd be perfectly content in it, but this truck is so awful that it's embarrassing to be seen in and I don't want people who know me, we're in a very small town, so that's like half the people, to see me in it. As for him, he keeps this thing because it's his first and only vehicle. He bought it used when he was 17. He's 29 now and it has sentimental value to him, I guess. He also is a sort of country boy type and thinks of himself as a simple guy who doesn't go for fancy things. All that is fine by me, but I recently told him that when we go out, it needs to be in my car. He asked if it was because I was embarrassed to be seen in his truck, and I said it was. He basically said, damn, you're conceited. 
but agreed to go out in mine. Since then though, he's made a few comments basically taking a dig at me for being vain. Stuff like, I'm gonna stop and get some food here, duck down, you wouldn't want anyone to see you at McDonald's. And so I'm guessing what I said bothered him. And we're gonna start straight away with Super Judy one who quotes saying, this isn't a case of me being a snob, and then says, well, actually, you're the arsehole. <laughs> and Real Hot Real Steel says, and quotes, so this isn't a case of me being a snob, and this truck is so awful that it's embarrassing to be seen in. Then says, do you not see the congruity here? This is precisely a case of you being too uptight to be seen in a junker. As long as there is no safety issues with the old car, this is 100% about vanity. You're the arsehole. And 1900snail says, girl, this is a Hallmark Channel movie plot <laughs> where you break up with him now and 10 years later, you leave your job in the big city to return to this small town because your family farm is in danger of being acquired by a predatory developer and he charms you again by coming to the rescue, loading construction gear into his vintage truck collection. No one's an arsehole here, but you are being a teensy little snob by worrying about what other people think and you should just cop to it and take your lumps because duck down, this is McDonald's, is genuinely genuinely hilarious and eddie says and quotes about the the snob thing again and says this is the very definition of being a snob you're the arsehole and roma angel says you're the arsehole big time if the small town is as small as you say half of them know you they also know who you are dating and what he drives grow up and get over yourself and we have one more from Evocative Enigma saying, you're the arsehole, you say it's because you're not being a snob. And then you write something very snobbish about being embarrassed to be seen with him in public. Yeah, no common sense in arguing that you're saying it because you feel it's justified to be snobby about being seen in something you see as beneath you. He has a right to feel insulted because what you said to him is insulting. If you don't want to be seen with him and feel like it's beneath you, then break up with the guy so he can find someone less entitled. Now, what would you do in this situation? Would you feel embarrassed to be in a junker truck like this? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and your thoughts and verdicts on the rest of today's stories. If you have a moment of your time to share them, I would love to hear them. And as always, I love to hear what you're up to today. Always, always update me of what you're up to because it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> Thank you so much for your love, support and time towards the channel. It means the absolute world and you keep me going on the daily. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.